Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Dreamers. By Broken Crown Productions. Hey, hon. How's the Reverie's most devilish writer doing tonight? Lacking inspiration. Something I can help with? I don't even know where to start with this new client. Must be tough to live up to your big debut. Well, you said I could have one night with Christopher. And you said you'd have him back to me in fantasies in no time. Who's to say he's not living the fantasy now? If you already made a move on Blue- There's no way your psychotic dream got him to do anything other than wet the bed. My nightmare was artistic genius. It was deranged, Oliver. Yeah, well, I'm worried your interest in Christopher is getting a little too personal. I just want what's best for him. You don't have to be so paternal about it. He's not my son. Same age, though, isn't he? I hadn't noticed. You can't make Christopher's future your responsibility, Mitch. He's still got a long way to go, doesn't he? We all do. Hey, title! Early bird. You just getting in? <laughs> New client. I'm helping with research. They've got me on the 9 to 5, man. I miss the night shift. Yeah, yeah. I gotta talk to you. One director to another. I'm not a director. You used anymore. to work with the Bliss Girl? Yeah, for a bit. You know, daddy issues, victim complex. Uh, what do you want to know? Well, I've got her in the abstract department these days, but it feels like she's not all there. Oh, uh, <laughs> I've lost track of her subconscious a few more times than I care to admit. I don't get it. She's taking her pills. She's still in the dream state, but her reactions are all wrong, and she's not following the script. I just don't understand how we keep losing hold of her. Losing hold of who? Mind your own damn business. I literally just- Move along. We're not buying whatever you're brewing. Unless you got that green juice. Or a venti caramel macchiato. No foam. Give me a break. <laughs> Have fun in the labs, then. The labs? Right where she belongs, huh? Watching over her traitor boyfriend. <laughs> Who? You know, the goofy one. Bard. <coughs> Jonah? He's testing out a new product. Can't wait to see how that works. Fuck, I, I mean, sick. I'm just gonna hustle to the writer's room. You must be getting off now. Not now. Maybe later. Up top. Sheesh. All right, uh, screw the writer's room. Gotta find Jonah. Name and ID? Oh, it's you. Where is Jonah? Get out of here, Oliver. I've got to see him. Absolutely not. You have no jurisdiction, and besides that, you're the worst. Well, it's not open to discussion. Agreed. You know, I could make things very difficult for you. You already do. Well, now I'm a writer, I won't have to try as hard. 
You are a writer. Yeah, so just let me... No. I'll press the alarm. Come on, stop that. I'll press it, and Director Lovett will come down here to see you catching up with Mr. Bard. I am sure he'll love that. Ugh, Miranda! Or, I could let you see Jonah, no questions asked, if you agree to do me a favor. I'm not gonna let you sleep with me. Ew. If that's the favor, I'm not gonna. Oh, please. I need access to the chamber. Not my chamber. The subconscious chamber, dumbass? Oh, (laughs) why? What are you planning? I heard something yesterday and I started to think about, well, I want to go down there and check it out. See what I'm missing. Oh, (laughs) that's it? That's it? Fine. But I want 20 minutes with Jonah uninterrupted. Five. Ten. Fine. Ten. But I'm locking the door behind you, okay? So don't even think about busting him out. Didn't come prepared for that. Hmm. Have fun, Oliver. Hey, uh, Jonah? Yo, Jonah! Wake up! Oliver? What are you doing here? Missed you too, buddy. It's been a year! Why haven't you- Do you have any idea- Shh, shh, I didn't know. I'm still not entirely sure what's going on. What do you think happened? You think they let me take an extended vacation? Why wouldn't you come looking for me, man? I was in a dicey situation myself. I didn't want to rock the boat. Oh, yeah, sure. Don't rock the boat. Just tell everyone I deserved this for kidnapping some girl. Okay, that was a joke. No one here actually believes that you- Look at me, Oliver. Of course they do. Well, I don't think you did anything wrong. Great. Why don't you just go? I'd rather see anyone but you right now. Uh, so, I get that you're upset, but I can't actually leave. Not until Miranda gets back. You gotta be kidding me. I, I would have come sooner if- You would have come sooner if you cared. I do care. Why'd you say all that shit about me then? Well, your mission was questionable to begin with. You broke rule number one. Never interact with a dreamer, let alone bringing one back here. But I have no memory of that. Well, you definitely rolled up here together that night. I saw you myself. I was just reporting the facts. Those facts paint me out to be a criminal. And I don't think that's what happened. Well... I may have exaggerated a few of the details. No shit, man. Only because I thought you made it out of here. If I'd known what was happening. Really? Doesn't sound so good coming from the other side of the cell door. Well, I only ever said that stuff to take the heat off the inferno we were already stuck in. Bro, what are you talking about? I can't really talk about it. At least... The story isn't mine to tell. If it's about why you abandoned me and let everyone call me a criminal, I think it's mine to hear. And you won't repeat it to anyone? I don't know. The paparazzi are relentless. I'm serious, Jonah. Jeez, fine. I won't say anything. To anyone. I promise. Well, there's something you should know about me. I'm from Florida. What? Well, I got into the club scene pretty young, and I was dating a lot of different people, and then I met someone. You know Mitch? Who? Chill Martin. Oh, from the fantasy department. 
Back then he was performing on cruise lines out of Fort Lauderdale. I met him on the strip one night after a Caribbean tour and we got together. But he's... A dude, I know. No, man. He's like 45. <laughs> 34 back then, but that sort of thing... Never mattered to you anyway, right? You're not surprised then? I mean, I'm surprised I didn't know about it, but I know how people can be around here, so I get why you kept it quiet. It wasn't always like this. Everything happened so fast after we met. Mitchell had just left his high school sweetheart with a 10-year-old kid and a bottle of Chardonnay with a note that said, I think we both know what this means. I don't know what that means. Okay, well, we both had some finding ourselves to do. We just found each other first. And you came to the reverie of all places? First we moved to LA, and Mitch landed a few roles. Got a condo off the boulevard, made a home for herself. For a while, at least. What happened? The roles didn't last for Mitch. Their savings dried up, and all my cards got cancelled. Folks stopped answering my calls, too. Shit. Yeah, well, the money thing was a real bummer. So we got desperate. Mitch heard about the reverie auditions and insisted on going. And you followed him? Now we broke up. Called it quits. I was too invested in the party leather dungeon scene and I wasn't about to settle down in a red state. But Mitch was okay to leave his kid behind? That's brutal. Well, he didn't have much of a choice by the end there. But that's definitely not my story to tell. Mitch spent two years at the Reverie before I even thought about joining him. What changed your mind? It wasn't easy for him to make it at this company, especially back then. But he beat the odds. He climbed the ladder and made it to the fantasy department after just a year and a half of the reverie. That is impressive. Mitch was building a life for himself here while I was... I was busy tearing mine apart in Hollywood. I, I couldn't move on. I finally bucked up the nerve to call and he told me how well he'd been doing at the reverie. He said I'd always have a place with him, so I applied. Just like that? Yeah, so we moved in together, off-site, and I never said a word about it. Mitch thought he'd lose his spot in fantasies if people found out about us. Everyone here is so goddamn antiquated. We hardly even see each other at work, and when we do, we keep it professional. Like, we've always worked in different departments. That's why you never transferred to fantasies? I've seen what that department can do to a guy. At least nightmares are for everyone. You've always had a unique perspective on that. You don't get it, man. All they do in that department is push their hero-sensitive agenda. There's no room for people who are different. It's not that bad. Speak for yourself. Ever since I got here, I've had to watch Mitch play the same part he's been forced to play his whole life in some Puritan love story. But that narrative wasn't built for us. We... Uh, we do things differently. Like... We were never exclusive. Back in Florida, in LA, we were always seeing other people. Sometimes we even dated together. TMI, bro. Okay, just because it doesn't fit the mold doesn't mean it's not valid. Either way, I don't need the details. All right, well, once we got to the reverie, things settled down on that front. I kept up flirtations with some of the girls here to divert attention, and well, in case you didn't notice, I love attention. Trust me, everyone noticed. But it never interfered with our home life. Did he? Mitch didn't mind, but he never saw anyone else. Really? I heard rumors. Rumors we started. We never thought they'd get us out of hand. It, it all started like a game. Like, we'd, we'd make up 
vague and raunchy stories about his latest conquests and then churn the rumor mill. For years, he was the company Casanova. But none of it was true? Not until the very end there. Oh, so he did get with someone else? Yeah. A writer. And you knew? Of course I knew. And I should have been okay with it, but jealousy is a weird thing. I could never agree to something like that. Well, I couldn't say no, could I? I'd already been with half the girls in production, and half the actresses. I wanted Mitch to get something out of it too. Did he? A little too much, actually. I guess when you first fall for someone, it's hard to be discreet. Right. I started to think it might be worth it just to tell the truth. You think people here would understand? I don't give a shit if they understand. What I do with whom is strictly my business. Unless it's in public, then <laughs> I don't mind a small audience. But you still never told anyone? Not for his sake. When I first got here, it was, it was even kind of fun, but once the secrecy wore off, I got caught up in it. All the shame, you start to wonder if there's something wrong with you. Once Mitch started seeing this other guy, I tried to stay cool, but I was drinking. I mean, more than usual. One night after a show, I was tossing back with the Nightmare Boys. Oh. Talking about how I was finally gonna put nightmares on the map. One of them said I'd need to book Mitchell fucking Martin to ever make that happen. The rest of them started cracking jokes, and I just... Uh, I... I just took things too far. What did you say, Oliver? I said... You want a real nightmare? Try sitting on human resources after a hot blonde joins the fantasy department. Mitch can't keep his hands off of him. That's not even funny. Well, I'd been drinking. I didn't think it through, clearly, because Miranda was right fucking there, and she clearly, definitely didn't think it was funny. I can imagine. She demanded to know who was standing up for these so-called blondes, defending them from the power-hungry douchebags with wandering hands up their dream suits. And that stuff happens here plenty, I know better than anyone, but Mitch was the last person she needed to worry about. I do see where she's coming from. No need to pick sides. Anyway, I tried to calm her down. I told her it was all above board, but she didn't believe me. She told me she couldn't think of a single girl at the company who'd ever want to get with Mitch, and I stupidly spat back, I didn't say anything about girls, did I? Oh. Well, apparently she did some digging on Mitch, and she heard the rumors would spread, and that alone would never be enough to warrant a trial, but once then she found out about the affair... With the writer? They always have a way of spinning things, don't they? Mitch never stood a chance, and lo and behold, there was an open spot in fantasies. How convenient that he'd just been assigned to take over her client's dreamscape. You think it was tactical? I think it was opportunistic. Why didn't you say anything? Mitch didn't want me to get involved. It was a miracle I stayed out of it in the first place, to be honest, with everything going on. And he knew he could beat the charges. Did he? Technically, yes. But once rumors like that are out, you can't put them back. Things haven't been the same for Mitch since then, even though the trial never took place. Wait, the trial never even took place? No, man, they kept him locked up for a week, just to let him off scot-free. The writer made a statement, but he wouldn't take the stand, and no one's heard from him since. In the end, it was just Miranda's word against Mitch, and she barely had anecdotal evidence. Once she got caught messing around with you in the subconscious chamber, they demoted the hell out of her anyway. 
No reliable witness would cause a clusterfuck like that. Now that's an HR nightmare. Did you say Miranda was in the subconscious chamber? Yeah, man, and now she's trying to trick me into letting her in there again. As if I would- Jonah! What the fuck? Dad? Oh my god. How did you find me? He can't hear you, buddy. There's like three doors in the way. Let him in then. I can't. Jason! What's he saying? Jason? That's not even my name. I don't know, man. Your dad's not well. Dad, you've got to help me get out of here. He says, you've got to help him get out of here. What have they done to you? What have they done to you? Dad, please, call the cops. Call the cops, why don't you? I can't. He, uh, can't do that. Your mother, she... Well, son, she... What's going on here? Don't hurt him. Uh, I need to see my son. He has... Yeah, you're not going anywhere. Sit. Stay. Another breakout attempt, Jonah. Whose idea was this? I don't even know that guy. Oliver, please. Alright, well... I met him in the parking lot last week, but I don't know how he got in. Swear to God. Mr. Title, get out. For the love of God, man, take a shower. Please, Miranda, don't hurt him. I'll be back. Up you get. <laughs> Get out of here, or you'll wind up in the cell next to your son. I'm not leaving until Jonah is free. You might be in for the long haul then. He's the only family I have left. I'll do whatever it takes to make things right. I am not involved in this, but if you do something, you'd better be a lot smarter about it. Understood. Don't let me see you again. You knew Jonah was down there and you didn't say a goddamn thing! Why should I have told you anyway? I thought he got out of here, not stuck in a lab! Oh, not living lavishly like the rest of us. Have you seen his condition? He's in almost as rough a shape as that guy. And you can tell genetics aren't the problem. It's not that bad. The trials have been better lately. It is so messed up what they're doing to him. It's not your problem though, is it? Go home, Oliver. Hey, Miranda. How was he? My dad. You can't say he's not trying to help. Is there anything we can do? What, like I haven't done enough already? Yeah. Thanks for not turning him in. Well, I know what it's like to be away from your family. I wish he could help. He's not in very good shape. Yeah, I've never seen him like that. <sighs> you doing okay? No. I heard that song again. And? 
can't stop thinking about the subconscious chamber. Oliver mentioned something about that too. He did? What did he say? Uh, he said... Damn it, what did he say? Something about me. Yes! Yeah, uh, he said you were in there, or maybe we were together. He said that? Or something like that. I know it was important. Why can't I remember all the other bullshit, but not this? What other bullshit? Do you hear that? You can hear it too? What is it? The song. That's the song I keep hearing. Wait, I recognize it. Really? But, but- Shh. What is it? Whoa. Whoa. I know you. I know you. Who are you talking to? No! Wait, don't go! Who was that? I don't know. You said that you knew her. I do know her. Who the hell is she then? You didn't recognize her? I, I didn't get a good look at her. She only looked human for a second, right? What do you mean? Of course she's human. Jonah, she was a cloud of vapor at best. That's not human. What was she then? I have an idea. <sighs> but there's only one place to find out. Dreamers was created by Jillian Reynolds, with sound design and mixing by Finner Nielsen, audio compilation by Christopher Overgaard, and music by Rasmus Rankenberg Madsen. In this episode, you heard the voice of Frank Page as Mitchell, Owen Francis as Oliver, Josh Burson as the director, Monica Bagarich as Miranda, Aidan Cotro as Jonah, Jason Pettyjohn as Eli, and Bronwyn Reese as Lily. This episode also featured Josh Burson. Be sure to subscribe to our channel and follow us at Broken Crown Productions on Instagram and Facebook. Thanks for listening and dream out. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. You wake up startled in the middle of the night, convinced that there's something out there in the darkness. Your brain tells you that there's nothing to be afraid of, that the inhuman shape in the corner of your room is just your laundry piled on a chair. But as you hear the ghostly, ragged breathing that doesn't belong to you, you realize your brain is dead wrong. If you love the mix of horror, mystery, and comedy in shows like Buffy, Ash vs. the Evil Dead, or Supernatural, you'll feel right at home on The Crit Show, a Monster of the Week actual play podcast where the players, playing as themselves, are tasked with being the last line of defense from the forces of evil that go bump in the night. Join us every Wednesday and learn the games we play while the gang tries their best to solve the mysteries, hunt the monsters, and protect the innocent. Their intentions are good, their dice rolls, not so much. You can find The Crit Show at thecritshowpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.